Welcome to Get Uncomfortable with Dakota and Shay, the podcast where we discuss why we enjoy seeking out challenges and how this stimulates personal and professional growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn to welcome adversity into your daily routine. Through discussion, we want to show you how seeking out challenges will help you grow in all areas of your life. We plan to cover topics such as surrounding yourself with the right people, the importance of physical exertion, learning new and difficult skills, and many others. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Get Uncomfortable. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode all about uh, how breathing wrong is probably killing you. (laughs) Sounds kind of scary, but it's the truth because it was doing that to me. Um, So before we get into the show today, if you haven't yet, please head over to the review section of whatever app you use to listen to this show on and leave us a rating or review. Uh, Leaving a an actual review helps a lot too. Lets people see what the show is about and makes them possibly look into it a little bit more. I've never been more fired up about what I'm doing now than I am right now because this is something that will actually help potentially change people's lives with this breath series that I'm going to be doing. I'm very excited about it. It has changed my life and we'll get into that into the show today a little bit, but Uh, It's changed my life for the better, and I hope that it will help other people that are suffering with a multitude of issues that all stem from breathing improperly. It's insane the amount of things that are tied to improper breathing. So if you haven't, leave a rating or review. It helps us out a ton. Also, you could share the show with somebody who would find value in it. Anybody who comes to mind while you're listening to this that might need some help with this. Maybe they suffer from chronic headaches. Maybe they suffer from digestive issues. Maybe they suffer from like very high levels of stress. There's all sorts of things that are tied into improper breathing. Uh, For this series specifically, today's episode is going to be the second episode technically in the series. Really the first one where we start getting into the technical aspects of what I've been dealing with and moving forward uh, how to recover. So do those things for me. It helps out a ton. Thank you so much for tuning in again. And Let's get into the show. So uh, the other thing I want to say is, before we go any further with this, is the fact that you are your own best advocate when it comes to a lot of medical issues. Uh, That is not the common theme. That's not the thing that you're going to hear from most uh, medical professionals. You're not your own advocate. You shouldn't do any research. You shouldn't do anything. Well, oftentimes, there may be something that you can do if it's not life-threatening, something that you could do that you could find out that you could research, you're your, you're your, are your own best advocate. I have hundreds of stories from people that I've coached that have told me, you know, the traditional medical path didn't give them the answers they were looking for. And I'm not saying that they can't. I'm just saying that when they don't or if they don't, don't feel hopeless and realize you are going to be your own best advocate. And by listening to shows like this, by looking at people like Paul Check, by uh, looking into holistic practitioners, healers, and professionals, potentially you could find an alternate route that, uh, and I'm talking even about like functional med doctors, true medical doctors that practice functional medicine can give you answers that a traditional doctor might not. And that is not a blanket statement across the board, but I just want to make it clear that sometimes you are going to be your own best advocate. So don't be afraid to start looking at alternate paths. 
and tell people in your life that that don't know this that that's that's possible and hopefully people will hear this message when they need to and i heard certain messages when i needed to and that helped me realize i can be my own advocate and it has helped a lot okay so today's show as you heard in the intro is going to be about breathing and we talked last time about the uh, how you're breathing how how are you breathing and i wanted you guys to pay attention to the way that you're breathing, are you breathing nice and slow? Are you breathing down deep into your belly? Are you are you relaxing your abdominal muscles as you inhale? And then on the exhale, just kind of letting go and releasing everything. So we're going to get a little bit more technical in that today. And I'm going to give you some things that you can do to correct what is called an inverted breathing pattern. We'll go over that one more time. I have a bunch of notes here. So yeah, we're going to go into the uh, stretches and corrective exercises that you can do. Uh, Let's see. And then, yeah, all the feedback, like immediate feedback things that you can do on a regular basis to make that help. Now, next week's episode is going to be all about breathing and anxiety. So there are a lot of emotional uh, things that will happen or maybe emotional trauma that has happened to in the past that the body holds. There's this whole concept called the body keeps the score. I can't remember off the top of my head who wrote the book. I will get that. Uh, maybe I'll put that in the show notes, but it's all about the body keeps the score. So a lot of emotional things that have happened to us trigger an inverted breathing pattern, a stress response, and then we stay in that stress response for an extended period of time, potentially forever. So the average person breathes about, I think it was 25,900 times a day, somewhere around there. So now imagine if you're doing 25,900 reps improperly of a deadlift, improperly of a squat, an improper sit-up. 25,900, and that's every day. So if you do that wrong every single day, it's going to have some severe negative physical impacts and probably mental and emotional impacts as well, severe negative impacts on your body and your life. When you're doing something that often and wrong, it's going to have a pretty bad effect on your life. Okay, so let's break this down. One more time, if you didn't listen to the last episode, an inverted breathing pattern is where when you breathe... You do not breathe down into your belly deep. You do not relax your abdominal wall. You breathe up high into your chest. And you can see this in somebody or you could diagnose it in yourself. If I tell you to take a deep breath and the first thing that you do is you take a big breath and the only thing that happens is your chest comes up, your shoulders elevate, your traps come up to your ears and you fill your chest up with air and your abdominals will actually tighten a little bit and pull in and get more active instead of relax. And then you exhale and the chest drops back down. Okay. So that's the inverted breathing pattern where the proper breathing pattern would be as you breathe in. If I tell you to take a big breath in, you would breathe into the belly. You would relax your abdominal wall. Imagine like a balloon inside of your rib cage down there. And you're trying to fill that balloon up with air. The chest stays dropped down. The shoulders and the traps stay relaxed and away from the ears. So the first two thirds of the breath should expand the belly. You should feel it in the back. You should feel it in the obliques and the side. All of those muscles should expand. And then the last third of the breath is when the chest can slightly rise. So that's the proper breathing pattern. Now, why that is so important is because if you're doing an inverted breathing pattern, which is you're breathing into the chest all the time, that sends a signal to your nervous system, your sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight response in the body. So like I said in the last episode, even if you're not consciously aware, you are sending stress signals to your body and your body is constantly stressed out, which then raises the traps up. Uh, and typically when you're doing that that inverted breathing pattern, they call them accessory respiratory muscles. So all the muscles of the neck and the uh, like the occipital muscles that go into the head, um, the neck 
muscles uh, on the front side. I can't remember what they're called right now. Uh, like your sternocleidomastoid, those will all get tight because they're being activated. That's what you're using to breathe all the time. And if you watch yourself breathe in a mirror, you'll be able to see yourself doing this and you'll catch on to it pretty quick. Um, but just remember the rule, two-thirds and one-third. So the first two-thirds of your breath should expand your belly and your back, your abdominals. Uh, your abdominal wall should relax. Your belly should expand. The last third can be your chest, okay? So that is a proper breathing pattern. Easy enough to do sitting here right now. Easy enough to do as you're listening to this to do a couple breaths and move on without it. But it's hard to do long-term, and you have to relearn a motor pattern. That's what you're relearning at this point. Your whole motor pattern, your nervous system of something that you're doing unconsciously breathing, you have to learn how to do it right, and you have to relearn it. It's hard to do. Yeah, basically what they're calling uh, a proper breathing pattern is it's just called diaphragmatic breathing because your diaphragm is what's doing the work. So here's, here's like the inner workings of how uh, this pump system, when you breathe properly, works. So proper, the diaphragmatic breathing, what happens is the diaphragm drops down and it puts just some slight pressure on the internal organs and it helps push fluids out of those organs and like lymphatic fluid and visceral fluid helps move that stuff down. And then as you exhale on that exhale, the diaphragm raises back up and allows arterial blood to go back into your organs. So that it's like a beautiful pump system and it works very well. Um, and if you're doing it right, it actually massages like your kidneys sit back there and your adrenal glands sit on top of that. So it gives those massages and it helps them release the proper chemicals at times. So there's a lot of stuff going on when you breathe right. That's why it's so important. Okay. So remember the one, uh, two third, one third rule, two thirds in the belly. Last third can be the chest rising. Okay. So now you know what an inverted breathing pattern is. Let's talk about some things that you can do to fix the breathing pattern if you do have an inverted breathing pattern. The first one is you can lay down on the floor. Uh, you're going to bend your knees up so your feet will be flat on the floor. And you want to get a like a tall water bottle, something that you could see while you're laying on the floor without having to pick your head up and like look down at your belly, have to pick your head up off the floor. Something tall. Or you could use your hands. You could put one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly. The bottle is really good initially, especially if you've never done this before and you don't know what you're doing. So what you're going to try to do is initially on the first two-thirds of your inhale is you're going to try to drive that bottle up and make that bottle taller. And a tall bottle works really well, like a big uh, liter and a half, like a water bottle or something. You know, you'll be able to actually see it. You want to push that, your belly out, which makes the water bottle rise up. And you can see the water bottle. That's immediate feedback. Every breath you take in, and then on the exhale, just relax. So you can see the water bottle rise. And now you know if the water bottle doesn't move, You've gone back to your chest breathing, uh, your inverted breathing pattern. So you want to make sure that you are making that water bottle rise on each breath. Okay, so if you don't have a water bottle, you don't want to do that. Stand up tall. Get with some good posture. Okay, shoulders back. Tuck the chin a little bit. Make sure your hips are underneath of your shoulders. And you're going to put one hand on your belly and one hand on your chest. And this is how you can teach kids how to do this too. I've been doing this with Quinn actually. Um, So... When you take a big breath in, obviously the first two-thirds, I should see your hand on your belly move first. And then that last third, I can see the hand on your chest move a little bit. So as you take that inhale, I should watch the hand move. You should be able to feel your hand go out. You should feel your belly push into your hand. And then the last third, you'll feel the, the hand on the chest rise a little bit. And then the exhale, you just relax everything. Okay, so... That's uh, one feedback method. So you could use the hands or the bottle. I recommend the bottle first, laying on the floor if you've never done this before and you don't know how you breathe. 
that's going to give you immediate visual feedback. You can kind of cheat it a little bit with your hands if you're not like totally tuned in. Or you don't have somebody there watching you who's experienced in this. So the water bottle is a great place to start because you can't cheat it. It's like either it moves or it doesn't move, right? Okay, so that's how you learn how to breathe properly if you've never breathed properly before. Now, notice this. When you do this, you will actually, when you start to breathe that way, you will feel more relaxed. If you're constantly stressed and frazzled and like smoked at the end of the day emotionally, you will feel less stressed after you breathe that way. You'll get up from that and be like, damn, I feel good, son. Like, shit. I did when I started doing I was like, damn, I've been stressed out. I didn't even know it. Because you're sending those constant stress signals to your body by breathing improperly. So make sure... Uh, you pay attention to how you feel while you do this too, and then you can kind of link some emotional uh, reactions to the proper breathing pattern, and it's like linking it in a good way. So now next, how do we um, ingrain and relearn that movement pattern? So all of this stuff that I'm telling you is stuff that I've learned from Paul Check. I'd like to say that now. Uh, I forgot to say it. I think I said it in the last episode, but this is all stuff I've gotten from Paul Check. And this is uh, in a video that he has. He talks about how to take a kite string. And what you do is you loosely tie it around your abdomen, like right at your belly button. That's the level that you tie it at. You tie it in a knot, not super tight. You don't want it like digging into your skin or anything. You just want it against the skin and not super tight. So you have some room to expand your belly because this is the whole point of this. You would just leave that on. And if it slides around all day, you just get a piece of micropore tape from Walgreens or Walmart or whatever pharmacy you go to, CVS. And just tape that right at the belly button or right off to the side of the belly button so the string doesn't move and slide up. Um, He said specifically for females, that'll be potentially an issue. So just tape it so it doesn't move. And then what you're going to do is as you breathe with a diaphragmatic breath, proper belly breathing, you'll breathe out and you'll feel that string just get slightly tighter around the abdomen because you are expanding your back, you're expanding your obliques, you're expanding your abdomen, doing a deep belly breath. So you'll be able to feel that. So you keep it on all day underneath your clothes and every hour on the hour, you set an alarm. So every time that alarm goes off, every hour on the hour, you do 12 deep belly breaths and you just do that every day uh, for a long time until you get that breathing pattern to become unconscious and that is just how you breathe. So I started doing this about two weeks ago and I still have to think about it. Um, I'm still relearning the motor pattern. Obviously, we talked about this is going to take time. It's going to take conscious effort, um, but it will change your life. There's like even tinnitus, like ringing of the ears. Some of that can be um, linked to improper breath. Obviously, tension headaches, migraines, poor posture, um, digestive issues are very common uh, with improper core function and not being able to breathe properly is linked to improper core function. Uh, all sorts of anxiety disorders, all sorts of even depressive uh, episodes can be linked to breathing improperly because you don't have the right balance of gases in your blood. So oxygen and carbon dioxide, um, you don't have the right balance of gases, which leads to a whole host of things, which is what we're going to talk about on the next episode. Um, yeah, so the kite string around the midsection, every hour in the hour, you'll do 12 belly breaths to focus on that. It does take time. So stay at this. It could take uh three to four weeks, or it could take three to four months, depending on how long you've had an inverted breathing pattern. Um, it's going to take me a long time to relearn this. I still have to think about it consciously every day. Um, yeah. And pay attention to your breath while throughout the day, while you're doing things, when you're in bed at night, when you're up at work, when you're stressed at work, pay attention to how you're breathing, pay attention to how you feel, pay attention to what's going on. And, uh, you'll be able to kind of link 
that breathing pattern back consciously and then eventually it'll become unconscious because that's just going to be how you breathe because you know to do it properly. So do all those things. Man, that was a lot. Feels like that was a lot. I hope that made sense. There's just so much information to throw at you guys right now and there's so much associated with this that it's hard to get it all super organized, but I hope this makes sense. I was going to talk about what upper cross syndrome is. I don't think I'm going to do that today. I think what I'll do is next Tuesday for the Tuesday tune-up, I'll do it on posture. I'll just do a, a, a quick dive into what upper cross syndrome is and maybe lower cross syndrome and what that looks like and kind of how to fight against that because the tension headaches that I was having was due to upper cross syndrome, which was due to inverted breathing pattern. So it was all kind of linked, but I'm not going to get into that today because that's a lot. And uh, maybe Tuesday, this following coming Tuesday, I will do an episode on those and how to correct those and corrective stretches and exercises you can do to make your posture better so you don't have text neck and look like a dipshit walking around with your head forward all day. Ha! <laughs> okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. I hope this was helpful. It was a lot. If you have questions about this, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you could just search anything for Paul Check on breathing. He will break it down for you, breathing basics. He's got all sorts of breathing tips, videos on YouTube. I think that would be a good place for you to like get some visual feedback on some of this stuff. The last episode in the show notes, I linked to the video showing uh, these, these feedback methods, so the water bottle and the kite string. So you can see him do it on there. And uh, yeah, reach out with any questions you have and uh, let me know if this stuff is helping you guys. If it is, I'd love to hear success stories. I'd love to hear uh, things that has helped you overcome. And next week, we're going to get into anxiety stuff. So thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, go get uncomfortable.